Hello and welcome to the Southwest News Media Sports Podcast, Sports for Dummies. I'm Todd Ablin with Dan Huss, Eric Croucher, and Tom Chardon. For the week of February 15, 2019, we're talking about wrestling team sections, Minnesota's controversial free throws, and section girls and boys hockey. Well, we've officially hit the stretch run of winter sports. State dance, state alpine, state nordic, section gymnastics, section wrestling, section girls hockey. Swimming. Boys swimming is next week. Basketball sections are right around the corner. Boys hockey next week. The grind is here, boys. The biggest news out of that is Eastview did not win the section title in high kick in section one. Shake what? <laughs> the crowd must have been stunned Lake when Lake they announced Lake 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 beat them. Uh-oh. Well, dance is a subjective sport. <laughs> <laughs> it has been that way for the last 10 years, right? Subjective. Same team wins. Well, you know Yusu. They're saving their best for, uh, for they did this win week. Jazz. And they are very good. It, 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 it's always section one, section two, like we talked about last week. It'll be a grind uh, this weekend with YZ and Maple Grove, Chaska. Somebody's not going home with, with medals. Am I going for the group? <laughs> oh, you own okay, team. You don't know. have a team. I'm taking pictures of Prior Lake. All right. Prior Lake's got their... If, if they make the finals, I'm only going for the finals on Saturday night. So, I'll, I'll got you. High kick, they, they, they probably won't make the high finals on high kick. Who's going to beat them out of section three and four? Henry Sibley? Sorry, Henry Sibley. <coughs> I don't know. Yeah. Brainerd? They'll be there. Yeah, Maybe. Brainerd, that's going to be the Brainerd versus Prior Lake slash Chaska. Who are the kick teams from one, two? Yeah, uh, no, uh, it's Wyzetta, Maple Grove, and Chaska. Maple Grove and Chaska were separated by a couple North points. Eastview, there's five, so you're looking for the sixth spot. Well, Prior Lake was sixth last year, Chaska was fifth, Lakeville North was four, something like that, third, something like that. So it'll be fun down the target center got that one going state alpines going on as we speak right now state nordic is well tomorrow tomorrow but for you guys uh, it was yesterday <laughs> uh it section wrestling let's start with that one team team is this weekend you know we we've got uh, down in two all eyes are on that one todd uh, shockley's the clear favorite apple valley probably will give him a run Make it close, but Shockby should win that one. But you never know. I guess Apple Valley in their in their regular season matchup, Apple Valley didn't wrestle two of their ranked wrestlers and forfeited at one twenty. So they put those two kids on the mat. They didn't wrestle their last dual meet, so they still might be injured. Sabers, um, what's their health? Uh, they're missing Carson Manville. He's so. on the playoff roster, but that's. From the guesses of it, from my guesses, that's just show to yeah. show that uh, he'll probably weigh in tomorrow on um, Friday night, but won't wrestle. And also, Joey Johnson's been out the last couple, a ranked wrestler at 220, last couple matches. So, um, health will be a big issue if both mm-hmm. teams aren't. But if both teams are healthy and throw their best teams on the match, Shockby is a clear favorite, I'd say. Yeah. Um, New Prague's ranked. What six in Class Three A? They could give Apple Valley a run for their money in the semifinals, but I don't know if they have the horsepower to keep up with them in the middleweights. And the there's and a the, lot of rank wrestlers in there. I mean, yeah. I think Shockby had nine. 
when I looked, Apple Valley had seven. Lakeville South had six. Yeah. New Prague had six. Yeah, New Prague's are all on the top of the order, 106 to 126. They're all ranked two, three, or four, and that's where yeah. Apple Valley's struggles. Yep. So they could, New Prague builds a big lead, and then they have to try to hold on when Apple Valley throws up their strength in the middle weights. But it's anticipated to be Shockby and Apple Valley. It should be close, but yeah, Shockby should pull it off as the clear favorite. And then Shockby's a clear favorite in Class 3A. There's probably isn't a team that can match him at the state tournament yeah. if Shockby's healthy. Shockby. So Where is that at this weekend? Uh, Burnsville. Burnsville starts at 4 o'clock with the quarterfinals. And then all, six, all one night. Six, all one night. Oh, six God, fif- beautiful. Six fifteen, semis and seven thirty. Seven thirty finals. Yeah, they used to do two days and nights, but then they switched it so they only have one way in, so it's easier yeah. on the kids that one way. I, in. I I love the one day format. I mean, it just makes for a fun atmosphere. You get you get teams staying for the next round and bigger crowds, so it's been good. Section six. I've covered that <coughs> the last three years. Minnetonka's come away champions. Eden Prairie Prairie is the favorite. Eden Prairie hasn't been to the state in wrestling since 2010, and this is probably their best chance. Yeah. It it seemed like Eden Prairie's developed some decent wrestlers over the year. You know, kids where you're like, eh, are they going to be all right? And they've 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 filled in some of their weight weights pretty nicely. They still struggle at the top end of their yeah. lineup, but uh, they're pretty tough at the at the start. Yeah. So in section six, you got you got uh, Eden Prairie, Minnetonka, and Chaska Chan are the uh, th- top three teams. After that, there's not much, but uh, it's funny because you're talking about how there's nine kids from Shakopee ranked. I don't think there's more than six kids <laughs> in their section six. That that are, are ranked and so. Prairie's got about four kids. Okay, well then there's two kids from Chaska Chan, and <laughs> there's one kid from Hopkins. Uh, there's probably a couple from Minnetonka and such. So, so maybe maybe nine as a team. There was six. There was six at the beginning of the year. There was six. If Ian Prairie wins it, does Scott Davis get any credit? <laughs> <laughs> former Owatonna coach, former Eden Prairie coach. Well, I I, I haven't the all time wins leader. I haven't seen Scott in the gym. But but he, Coach Jim Nunn has been there every time. Even though he's not the head coach anymore, he stepped down. Um, I know he has a hand in things. Uh, he's been there. I've seen him twice this year. He's been there both times. Yeah, I've see, I've seen him every, every time, time I've been too. So, well, we should talk uh, in Class Two A, Section Two. Scott West is the top yeah. seed. They'll have a tough time getting out of that section. That section has four ranked teams in the top ten of Class Two A, with. Shock's got West at number five, and Laconia's number six. Yeah, right very good. So that's going to be a tough. Whoever comes out of that is going to be well earned yeah. win. Um, that section championship is Saturday at Delano High School. It should be Scott West against Waconia, yeah. but you never know. Hutchinson could pull off an upset, or even Delano is the third seed. Could they've sure. got some top ranked kids that could pull off an upset too? But that will be a that's a tough section. As I say, that sec that sections always has four teams. Ranked, you know, New Prague used to be in that section, uh, and yet Scott West always finds a way. And a lot of times it's comfortable, and you're like, yeah. I mean, Waconia last year was a very, very good team, right. and they're really good this year. They got a lot of tough kids. Yeah. Uh, but Scott West just seems, you know, at the t- this time of the year, you know, Todd uh, 
really find that extra gear or something. Yeah, they've uh, well, they always they face tough competition all year long. They've wrestled St. Michael, they've wrestled Albert Lee, they wrestled the Christmas tournament Rumble in the Red. So they don't they don't skip anybody. They wrestle anybody that wants to wrestle them. So they're probably ready by the end of the season. So the biggest question in that section: Why is Waconia in Class Two A, and why aren't they opting up to Class Three A and being put in Section Six and yeah, being would, the dominant force in Section would, Six? They would they would walk away with the title in that one. So it's, maybe they should opt up. They, yeah, Waconia's got to be right on the yeah. the cusp of being in Three A. That's uh, you know. Obviously and the thing if they were in Three A, they'd win Section Six, and they'd probably be seated fifth yeah. at the state tournament. Uh-huh. So you wonder why they don't opt up or haven't opted up the last couple of years. Yeah, it's a question for Waconia. Well, because then Waconia would have been put in section two for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it stronger. Right. So we got wrestling covered. Uh, girls hockey. We're on to the section section finals for most ones. Section two. No surprises from the results from last night, really. Like kind no. Of, kind of went as everybody expected. Shockby struggled to score. They can't score. They yeah. can't score. It's been the problem for years and will be the problem until they find a couple goal scorers. And then Minnetonka had no problem with Jefferson after Jefferson yeah. upset Chaska. Yeah, it was 0-0 after one period, and I was like, okay. And then four four goals in each period for Minnetonka. Lacey Martin, a junior, is committed to Boston College, now has four goals in each of the first two games. So uh, so that her line of her, Emily Bayless and Kylie Mills, have been really, really good. Um, for Minnetonka, but I mean, yeah, like I, as as a, I mean, Eden Prairie hasn't allowed a goal in their first no, two games, and their goalie who took over for Lexa Job Dubchuk last year. I mean, she's got three shutouts in a row, including one against yep. Minnetonka. So yeah, I, I I mean, I tweeted out this morning, Minnetonka and Eden Prairie. Here we go again. I mean, this is nothing nothing new. They've they've been in the section championship, right? Yep, both shutouts. So Minnetonka won four nothing and. In January, Eden Prairie won two nothing, uh, pretty much two Saturdays ago. Yeah. So um, it's been it's been whoever can put the you know Although put up the goose egg. When Minnetonka, when Eden Prairie shut out Minnetonka two weeks ago, Minnetonka did have thirty eight shots on goal. Yeah. So it was probably Goal-tending a little was the difference. Yep. Yeah, Minnetonka they they were anemic scoring, and it seems like um, that they've they've really turned up turned up the offense. I know they moved. Uh, Ohio State commit Kaylee Langfells up to, to offense. I mean, so you move one of your top defensemen, because they have a plethora of them, you move her up to offense and you're just adding you know, an offensive piece. And it seems like Minnetonka, they, they, they switch some kids around, put the kids in the right spots, and uh, they're scoring goals. So I, I think it'll probably, like you said, probably come down to goaltending. I mean, when they faced each other 2015 and 16, uh, 2016 and 2017, Two one games. One was overtime, I think. So yeah. it's been low scoring. I would expect another low scoring. This game is at Bramer, though. So Years past, it's been at Ritter. So I don't, you know. You're, you're, you're back. Yeah, absolutely. You're back in a, a high school arena setting versus a college setting. So it'll be interesting to see if the game opens up a little bit more. But uh, you going to that one, and then I'll cover wrestling. I mean, we keep doing this every year. So <laughs> Eden Prairie, seven. Seven straight section title uh, appearances in, in girls hockey. Before Minnetonka came down, it was Eden Prairie and Edina. So, um, yeah, 2012 was the last time that Eden Prairie was not in the section final. Nice run. And, and they, they'll probably be back next year. They, they'll have the top line in the state, I'm guessing. I'd, I'd, and a goal. I'd watch out. 
not Eden Prairie could be one of the two teams. Holy Family, Holy Family, Holy family is good. You look at their roster; they have no seniors, three juniors who are pretty one of their you know three of their top players, but everybody else eighth and ninth graders. The other ten, the one of their only tenth graders is Alex Pelecci. Sorry, it's one of the <laughs> Ace Hardware names. Uh, she's going to Harvard, so they've got the goaltender. You have eighth, ninth graders. Each Eden year, has got a gonna, lot of eighth and ninth graders too. Yeah, but <coughs> think about the recruiting class. I mean, the class that that, <laughs> that Holy Family is going to bring in for the next year. So, well, I I wouldn't be surprised to see those teams, those two teams. Okay, Eden Prairie Holy Family in the finals. Then there you go. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So the question we'll, is, what happened to Burrsville over the other section over there? Oh uh, yeah, we did talk about that briefly score. last week. Can't score. They got forty some shots on goal. The park goalie must have just been playing great. But Burnsville won eighteen games this year, and you look at well, who they beat, and it wasn't impressive. They just didn't play good enough competition outside the SEC and the SEC. We all know the SEC and girls hockey is not good. There's not been a ranked team all year, so. It's not shocking they lost um, to a park team that was four or five games below 500. I think even maybe worse. But Burnsville's got to they they got to play better teams if they want to do well in the playoffs. I, their schedule is not good. Yeah. Know, they're playing Spring Park and yeah. yeah, you know Tartan and Champlin Park, and they're just not they're not playing anybody good. So when they get in the playoffs and they get in a tight game, you know it might go against them. They did lose all eight of their losses were by one goal and four were in overtime. So, I mean, they did rebound from – they've had some bad years up to that year. But they sh- there's no reason why they should lose to Park. And I think that's why you look at programs like Minnetonka and Prairie. Minnetonka's a sub-500 team and are playing for the section final because they went out and played. They played people. Played people. And, but, and but you don't have to go out and play when you play well, you got the, the late, late conference. conference that's, uh, you know, six top ten games right there. Six, come on, that's it. The 25-game schedule, 26 to 25. <laughs> Shockley tried well, to build played. up their schedule this year. Uh, they uh, played uh, Wyzetta, they played Blake. They got they played Wyzetta tough, but they got blown out by Blake. I, they picked yeah. up their schedule, but you can't score. So maybe, uh, you know, the late conference, obviously, they play top. But the other conferences, the Metro West, you know, some sports in the South Suburban, the importance of playing these these tough non-conference schedules. I look at Chaska girls basketball. Great record. They have a really nice win against Farmington, but they have now rescheduled the Wyzetta game twice because they want to play. You got to play teams like that if you want to win. You know, in a couple weeks at the section championship. You know, it's a it's a win-win situation for a team like Chaska to get that experience against one of the top two teams in the state. And so, I think you know, especially for the Metro West Conference teams. You got to schedule tougher competition so you're ready for that postseason. You can't expect to to play middle of the road teams and then go all of a sudden try to beat Minnetonka or Eden Prairie, Edina. It's just not going to work. Right. So. Well, the the problem is they can beat them once, but you got to string together three of those yeah, games, yeah. three of those wins, and that's where it gets difficult. That's right. So girls hockey, wrestling, boys hockey is seeded boys to Sunday. Ho- yep. Well, it was seeded Sunday. Uh, most of our teams, I know I have a cl- one Class A team, but most of our teams are in Section 2. We'll see. Dave, 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 Dave Spihar, I'm doing air quotes. Great great uh, Twitter account, by the way. How many people have been fooled by <laughs> they thought that Dave Spihar was talking to him when it's just some guy that used Dave Spihar. He tweeted out, here's my prediction. 
Minnetonka, Chaska, Eden Prairie, Prior Lake, Holy Family, Chanass, and Shakopee, New Prague. And I retweeted, I said back, do they even have to meet? I mean, there is, it's clear cut and dry, right? There's nothing to argue about it, but I guess Holy Family and Prior Lake is about the only. Only, yeah. But it can't get really that big an argument about that. It's just. They should have played. They've canceled. They canceled because of the snow last week, last Thursday. Wouldn't you rather play at Dakota Arena anyways if you're, I mean, I would rather. <laughs> Better lighting for Tom to take photos at than, than the old Vic Rec Center. It, I, I, yeah, I don't think there's, and I know there's been some debate. I know uh, Minnetonk coaching staff a couple weeks ago before, you know, they were like, I still have Eden Prairie 2 and Chaska 3. Just stop. Yeah. I mean, I know Chaska's had a ton of bad losses. Tell me one other team in the section that's beat Edina. Not even your top seed, Minnetonka. Tell me at Dakota Arena in December who dominated, who, which team was dominating. Don't, Dan, don't tell me, well, the Eden Prairie played a better third period. It was a 6-2 <laughs> to two game. It was not even close, and I don't care which of the three goaltenders were in the net for Eden Prairie. They don't win that game. So I, just it give really, them two. It doesn't, really, it doesn't matter. But It doesn't matter. Two and three, and you always talk about last change. Well, Chaska runs two lines, so it doesn't. Run three. <laughs> not very often. Well, well, well not, not Yeah, yeah. Not, not if they keep playing Benilde. No, it was, I mean, and I, you know, it's not just Benilde. I mean, Chaska had a bad hit, too. I think you, you just watch this time of the year. I think guys are fatigued. They've been playing a lot of games in their legs. They just. They, they're steps slower, and they're making bad decisions. I think you're starting to see, you know, see that. I mean, it was a, it was a physical game. Clearly, they played a Mariucci. They wanted to reschedule that game, so they played. Uh, so Benilde was kind enough to to write a check for, uh, for to play there. Um, you know, and that for both teams, it's great. I mean, they both have aspirations of playing in section finals, Chaskin two A, Benilde six A. Where are those championship games, Mariucci? So get the experience now. Um, but you, you could tell they were they were targeting. I mean, Red Pitlick, Chaska's top scorer, got drilled. You know, well after he let go of the puck. I mean, one time the one where he got knocked, you know, silly a little bit, and they just they kept him off for precaution. He shot the puck at the dot circle, went behind the net and got drilled. And it's like you're telling me that uh, that that isn't a targeted hit. But Mike Kester, he was he. I haven't gotten this confirmed, but he was motionless for 45 seconds on the ice. So, uh, you know, luckily after the game, he just had a huge gash on his chin and was talking about playing Thursday night. So, I was, you know, against Kennedy. I agree. Um, so, if you're not talking, if you're talking Holy Family and or Chaska and Eden Prairie as the very even semifinal game, yeah, that'd be. Is there an upset in this section? Is there an upset in this section? Is a prior leg good enough in the to first Minnetonka in the semifinals? No, no, no. And not, it was a three. Not, it was not, a three-one game. Up. Not with Jackson Judding. It was a three-one game. Of the top five players a couple weeks ago. And Charlie Cashmark is on a scoring roll right now. He's really starting to play good. That if if you had to pick an upset, that's it, right? Well, I would say right now Minnetonka is kind of playing the way I thought they would play at the beginning of the season. One game. I didn't think they one have. game in that little Braemar Arena. Pedigree, man. Hey, a couple years ago, Casey Middlestead, they probably like, pulled up, nearly pulled You're off right. that upset in the two to one game 
That's going to be a tight game. That will not be a 7-2 to two Minnetonka win if they face Prior Lake in the round two. That will be a 3-2, well, 3-1, yeah, 2-1 game. When I looked at the roster this year Write that from down. Minnetonka, <laughs> <laughs> Bolton board. Um, I don't know if Prior Lake will win, but that will be tight. Sure. It's Judding and Cashmark. Judding is one of the top five players in the state. Yes. And he could, he could dominate a game if he wants to. I, I've seen it happen. He, he's very outstanding. I think Minnetonka is kind of going through. Uh, um, they just. I, I looked at their roster at the beginning of the season and I said, I see a lack of scoring depth. Where is the goal is going to come from? And for the first twenty games, everything looked great. They the, were scoring. The clips. hockey day in Minnesota below twenty game. Yeah, but he's everything out of them. He's back. I mean, Teddy Lagerback's back. He had a goal in his first game back. They're still cold. They're yeah, cold well, maybe. They, but they they've. They haven't scored the prior late game, I believe. I'm throwing out the Hopkins now. <laughs> but I, they they have struggled to score goals against, again, really good teams, Dan, from the late conference. <laughs> Wyzetta, they got swept by Dinah. Um, yeah, they tied Wyzetta 2-2. They, prior Lake was a 3-1 game. Um, mind you, that Chaska beat them 8-0. Eat uh, 5-1, I think. Yeah, prior Lake, so, didn't Prior Lake beat Minnetonka a few years ago as a 4-1? I think they did. So and then they lost. Yes, the Minnetonka. Correct. Um, so I think Minnetonka is right now uh, trying to find the offense. They're getting it on a power play from from Lidke and Doc, Doctor, but uh, um, you know forwards are maybe being a little exposed right now with their lack of scoring depth. They haven't gotten a ton from Mac Moxko, um, Griffin Streeter, who grew up in Minnetonka, played in Shattuck. He's he's cooled down a little bit, so. Uh, they, yeah, I mean they, you know, they they are ripe for the but you're gonna ha- ripe for the upset but you're gonna have to score probably three four goals and I just don't think Prior Lake has three three four goals on on Glockner. No, I mean they've struggled to string good offense together. They had a stretch where they scored two or fewer goals in like six straight games yeah. and then and then got six against Burnsville. So I could see the three two, you know. Two one type game maybe, but and uh, yeah the upsets I mean five four. You get up on it. Those games you get up, you get up, you get a lead. You the the top seed starts to press. That's where the upset get get happens. I mean it it didn't it didn't happen when Eden when Prior Lake wasn't Prior Lake up one nothing on Eden Prairie in that that game a couple years ago and and then I think Casey Middlestead and just took over early in the second period. But the ups, period. the only way that an upset in hockey is going to happen is. Goals with a goalie. Yeah. Prior Lake's goaltending is Cade Kuchelski. I don't know if I pronounced that right. He did play all last year. He's played since January. I mean, four or five years ago, he was rated one of the number, the number one goalie in the state at the Bantam level, and he played as a sophomore, didn't play as a junior. I mean, has he got – does he have – is he gonna have to play the game of his life if they're gonna beat Minnetonka? They're but probably. I mean, they're no guarantee to beat Holy Family. No, I know. <laughs> that's the thing. The the two best goaltenders in the in the section are Glockner from Minnetonka and Huber from from Holy Family. But and Huber's Huber's had a nice season, but he's a transfer from Matamita. That Matamita got fourth in state last year, but they just. Who, who they, will Chaska get as the two? Shockaby. Look at Shockaby. Yeah. Is that the upset? Maybe. Overlooking him. Overlooking him. Well, here's the thing. Chaska's never played in the section final. Never played in the section final. If they win 
tomorrow get this week against Kennedy or Chan Essen, uh, which they beat eight nothing the first time both teams. They'll win their first conference title ever. Now they were in the late conference for many years, and uh, but they Chaska's never played in a section final. If this will be their first conference title, so this is new territory for them too. And they were happy just to get past Eden Prairie last year, and so. There's some of that too. The nerves get get into play, especially when you're playing at Bramer. Uh, so, when's the last time uh, Kennedy beat Jefferson boys hockey? Did they just do it. They just did it. They just did it. I think it was like 2011 or 2012. You but sure it wasn't 87? No, it wasn't. No, they've done that before. Jeff, was, Jefferson's out in section three. They'll probably be the sixth seed out there. Who's the one seed? Rosemont. St. Thomas, then Rosemont. Then probably Egan, Eastview, and I'd say Burnsville will be a five. That's and, open. And that's one of the least competitive sections in the state. Well, St. Thomas is ranked five. They've been ranked in the top five or six all year. Rosemont's ranked ten, and they're seventeen and three. Those are two good teams. Yeah, they are. Egan's come on. Eastview's actually come on as of late. Um, Burnsville can't beat good teams. <laughs> Jefferson, they got a winning record, but Burnsville beat them like seven to three. Jefferson beat Manil, which you know is not the same Manil team as yeah, the last, but Jefferson's. But then they I mean, go you look at the QRFs. Burnsville's the Burnsville's in the play-in game according to the QRFs, but they will be, they'll be they'll be based on their schedule. They sure. played some good teams, and they'll be the played they'll in the Schwan's Gold Division. Yeah, and they played Eden Prairie. No, didn't they play? They played Edina. They played Hillary twice. They played Centennial. They played some good teams. They got to they got to find a way to beat a good team, though. That's their problem. I'm excited to see Southwest Christian Richfield making their playoff debut. Their varsity. This will be the first time that they'll uh, have a varsity playoff game in Section Two, which is wide open. I mean, so you never know. But, Southwest uh, Christian Richfield. Yeah. Steve Kristoff, the coach. Steve Kristoff is not the coach. Uh, Eric Westrom is. Westrom. Your guy from Highway 13 and 42. State Farm uh, agent, you don't see that sign, right? <laughs> oh, Westrom. The only Eric Westrom. Westrom is like a goalie for Apple Valley. Wasn't, well, no, he was, was a Ford. He was Apple Valley. He was Apple Valley. Wild. Okay, Goring was the goalie when they won Goring. the state championship, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. Westrom so, was the forward? Yes. So well, it went out. That's all went I think. There you go. Other than the Jones brothers. And Dave, Dave Schwartz. And wrestling. You guys big care 11 guys? Dave Schwartz, sports guy, assistant coach. For uh, what's the Brio's guy's name? What's Hennen? Hennen took how many free throws of that he wasn't supposed to? And four, four. They won the game, and afterwards, Mediota suspended him. Didn't know the other team didn't notice. So I don't even know if Mediota coach it. noticed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I think it was he knew he was close to uh, you know. School it was a close record, game. Close game. He was close to a school record of points in a game and. Well, how many times do you guys see the guy, the wrong guy, trying to go up? Well, we don't want our our center shooting. They step up, and then most of the times, the referee. Catch it, well, the refs but should catch that. How does this? I mean, it's one. If it happens one time, okay, things happen. I saw a fall call last night where thirty-one was on the perimeter, two was the girl at Hector, and the guy looked around and he goes uh, thirty-one. You know, and it was like all the parents were going, "What? It was on number two. So. You know, it can happen one time, two times. I'm sorry, but that's on the officials. 
as Tom likes to say. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> so, uh, and this guy, it sounded like he knew exactly what he was doing. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, it's a little different if there is a little confusion, but. Yeah. And that's, I mean, so, and he was suspended two games that's by by Minnesota right. High School. Uh, everyone's Super like, obsessive. it's one of those things like the NCAA. You, were, you know, if you take care of it in house, and then report it to the you know the, the big boss, then uh, then you know it's like, hey, we did our. Uh, it's a sportsmanship issue, yes, but I. I think the moms, the moms who kid didn't get to shoot the free throws, probably be the most upset, right? <laughs> Well, I don't know. Well, so Minnesota, <coughs> to give a little background, they're number one in 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 class. I think class class A. So they're a very good team. Yes. Uh, the Minnesota basketball news decided not to, to put not to put him in the rankings this week because of that because of that. So stay out of it, media. <laughs> stay out of it. Wait, give me your opinion, but. I don't know, but uh, so I don't know. It's just one of those things where I, I did you the know. coach know? Uh, I don't yeah. think so. I don't think it was. You know, come on, you know if it's uh, if it's two times in a row, you know that the wrong guy is going up there. Come on, you come off the. You're bench. watching the game. <laughs> I walk mean, right off the bench, take a couple. I, I don't know. Well, someone's gonna catch that. Refs, official score, the score table, the other team, the other team. Your own team. I know. Somebody I, in the stands yelling, "That's the wrong guy shooting." I know. Again, the guy who wants to wants to shoot the three throws because he's not getting the ball ever. Right. Because the guy's got forty some points. Well, I thought the other thing was so they not only suspended the kid who shot the free throws, they shot they suspended the two kids who were supposed to take the free throws one game each. Really? I didn't hear. All that. three of them were out, and they lost to Yellow Medicine East. I think their first loss of the season. So, uh, so. I don't know. I, it's just, it, it, you know, it, it it's probably passed and yeah. let's move on. But I just thought it was an interesting thing. I mean, you you do see it. I mean, you do see kids try to sneak up to the line. Um, Usually in a close game at the yes. end. Uh, Not for a score. It seems kind of crazy to suspend the other the kids that were supposed to <laughs> take it, though. I mean, there couldn't have been a big uh, what do you do push collusion? Your, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Great word. Yeah, conspiracy. I, I don't know. It, uh, it it seems like probably probably too big of a point being made. Um, I don't think it's that big of a deal. No, it, two games seems excessive. Maybe one game would have been better. Or yeah. Or I don't know. Oh, well. well, I think uh, Section Two A basketball might happen. I think this it might happen. Well, the seeds in there are starting to. Filter out right in section two class. Yeah, the, seems like the, the yeah. I, I mean, I think Adina and Shakopee had uh, had chances to make a point Tuesday night. Neither one of them did. Yeah, and you know, can't fault Adina. They didn't. They weren't able to sweep number one at Hopkins. But if they had swept Hopkins, there's no way that you can put them on the five line then, right? right? Uh, Shakopee gets beat by 20, 20 by North last night. You know, so. and, and Chaska saying, "I don't care who was on. You beat who's on the floor." Uh, Chaska's, I, I think, the three seed Eden Prairie. They're struggling a little bit. 
without Andrews. Well, they but again, they're playing. They had, they're playing tough teams every. They night. were without Andrews and for the most part without John Henry last night. Too. And they're about yeah. six deep on a good day. Yeah, you know, you take a couple of well, those kids away. The biggest yeah. injury in section two is Garcia. Is he coming back or what's? Well, Garcia's got a stress fracture. I heard. That's and a heck of a stress when you're six ten. They're targeting a February twenty sixth return, which means that's the conference championship against Lakeville North. That'll play for the conference championship. I don't know why they. I, I would wait. I, I, you don't need them until the second round of the playoffs. Right. You're going to be Jefferson in the first round. You don't need them until the second round of the playoffs. I don't even know why they would bother with an SEC championship when they have a chance to win a section and or a state championship. Yeah, they're a good team without them. They beat Shakopee without them, and then they won big last night, didn't they? They without hammered them, Eastview so. last Eastview night. Eastview looked Eastview was falling off. Well, ever since, since Fire Lake beat them by the buzzer, Eastview's They've lost the six of eight. Yep, they really Five struggled. of eight or six so. of eight. You know what? They're going to be the number one seed in Section 3. <laughs> Maybe Burnsville. Burnsville has beaten Eastview. Burnsville and Eastview play the last game of the year. The winner of that is the number one seed. Hold on to those seedings until after that game, right? Burnsville swept Egan in that section. Apple mm. Valley has got four or five wins. Rosemont's got four or five wins. Park's got about eight wins. Um, I don't Henry Sibley. I, don't, I think they may have they, Hastings... There's nobody. I mean, Burnsville yeah. beats Eastview. They're going to go into the sections about 11 or 10 and 14, and they'll be the one. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, Eastview is the only team with the winning record, and they're 11 and 10. But if Burnsville geez. has swept Egan and Eastview if they win the last. If Eastview beats Burnsville at the last game, Eastview will be, be the one, one and Burnsville will be the two. Geography. So now you're talking about my crossover sections? Because Section 4 has got Eastridge and a White Bear Lake team that's got four losses. Does they have Creighton, too? Yeah, and Creighton with three yeah. losses or four losses. Yeah. Even, even Prairie plays Creighton tomorrow. Edina's already beat Creighton. Poor Edina. Poor Edina. So and there's, just no just, there's no justification to move them above. They play this Killer Lake Conference schedule, and they go off and schedule non-conference games with Creighton did you, Crazy. I think Eden Prairie's played every team in the top ten other than Prior Lake. How many wins? Oh, you say Eden Prairie? Yeah. I know Prior Lakes taunts their schedule, but it's not as good as it's not even nearly as good as Edina's and no, he, probably not even good as Shakopee's. I mean they played Park Center early and Eastridge early, yes. This SEC outside of who, Prior Lake and North? They played Chaska. Shakopee's played Chaska and St. Thomas Academy. Other than that, their non-conference schedule hasn't been very good. The SEC is just not good. I know they, they, they'll probably the pull in their hair out here in that right now, but at the top not. two, and then you've got, who's your third best team in the SEC? Chocopee. 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 So there's three. That's pretty good. And who's your fourth best team? Eastview East or Burnsville? Burnsville. It's not, it's it's not, not a D. There's ten teams in that section, and you got three good ones. Yeah, but that's still three top ten teams, man. I mean, what what and, more do you want? And three in the top ten, but they've got ten teams. That means there's six other teams. That's, and how many that's of those, 12 wins. How many of those six other teams could pull off uh, an upset most nights? None. None? Okay. Uh, All right. Well, Eastview nearly did against Prior Lake. Yeah, I mean, see, Eastview, at the beginning of the season, they had they had some they had some star power to them where they could, they could do that. They had 12 but, wins. Yeah. Prior Lake does at the beginning. They got 12, and then they've... Yeah, they've lost to Park Center. They've lost to North. And there's no doubt they're a good team, but 
they can't come in and say we played a better schedule than Edina. I think Eden Prairie and Edina have played pretty similar yeah. schedules. Yeah, very much. I don't know why Prior Lake doesn't play. They've only they played Chas. Can they play Chan maybe? Oh yeah. Big one. Chan's on a roll right now. <laughs> I, don't know why they don't I haven't said one thing about a Chan. <coughs> I don't know why they don't schedule Eden Prairie. Either. Chan Aston. Or Hopkins. Four wins in a row. Beat St. Louis Park. Going to be a tough out for uh, whoever. Because they're going to be sick. Burns will even play Eden Prairie. Chaska, Chan. That's, that's the thing. Matchup. Look at And that's could be boys and girls. And uh, hockey, too. And hockey. Definitely. Um, so, well, if Eden Prairie. But, yes. Uh, so... I don't know, Chanance, you look at the boys section. We, we've been talking about the top five. Minnetonka on a good day could uh, win as a seven seed over a two seed. Uh, you know, especially if health, Eden Prairie healthy. The only team that can is Jefferson. They don't no, they're, 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 they're not good this year. Uh, but Chanassen as a six seed, they were up for most of the game on Chaska in the first time. They play on Tuesday again. Chanassen's got a lot of scores and they got a lot of depth, and Chaska doesn't have a ton of depth. So... Uh, I is kind of a sneaky team that uh, they can be on and they can be off, you know. So Minnetonka just needs to play some defense if they expect to to play with the big boys in section two. They they got a great offense, but they just they don't. They, Maybe Parlay doesn't need Garcia Jones is getting about thirty a game since he's been out. Well, he's got to some. He's got to shoot now. He didn't have to shoot before. Rebound. All he does is rebound. I took my son to the Jefferson when they played Jefferson. And he said, "He said, who's this? Who's this? I think he's number twenty-one guy." guy. I was like, "All he does is how many shoots he gets every rebound, and he blo- and he blocked a couple Jefferson shots. I mean, they were just ugly. Just, <laughs> I mean, just sent them down. And he was root- he was trying to root for Jefferson. I mean, you saw that was futile. <laughs> and he just kept talking about Jones. Who's this Jones guy? I'm He's good. He's like probably the best shot blocker in the state and one of the best defenders. And he goes, he scored a lot. And I'm like, normally he doesn't use about 14 a game. But a lot of times because he doesn't command the ball like Garcia yeah. and Nissan do. And now Garcia's out and Jones is scoring. And he goes, it's all on putbacks. He gets every rebound. Oh, it's 6'10 and you can jump. You can do that. Yep. Minnehaha Academy has a good shot blocker in that home grin. He was just offered by Illinois. He's seven feet and about 150 pounds. He's really and can shoot the three. He's Jeez. really good. That's the thing. Jones hit the three against these people. I think that's the line drive. That's your scene nowadays. The big guys like shooting threes more than they do uh, back to the basket. Uh, I, the I'm paint. impressed with Jim. I'm just he's just a solid, tough player. He's solid. Where's he going to college? Denver. Denver. I'm kind of surprised. But I thought he Sunshine might. Sunshine State. He might go to, maybe to a bigger D1 school, but you never know. I mean, he just may just blossom there. With more playing time. I don't know. The Big West is a nice conference. I mean, Garcia's getting offers from a lot of Iowa and yeah. you know, or a lot of Big Ten teams Big are 10. looking at him. But if you had, to, if I had to think, predict future potential like okay is one of these guys going to be in the NBA I'd take Jones over Garcia just because of his ability to defend rebound I mean that's a skill set in itself right there yeah if you get some weight on him he'd watch out be Rick Mahorn <laughs> That's it for Sports for Dummies this week. I'm Todd Ablin with Dan Huss, Eric Croucher, and Tom Chardon. Rachel Minsky is our producer. For more information and round-the-clock coverage, visit southwestnewsmedia.com. Thanks for listening.